Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Paul James Caden, and today on the show, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, the final journey. Now, what the heck does that mean? Uh, Actually, it's two concepts compressed into one title, because today on the show, I'm going to be uh, doing my Thanksgiving podcast. As many people know who live here in the United States, we have a national holiday coming up on Thursday, and uh, everyone will be sitting down to their traditional turkey dinner. And, uh, you know, it's a time of year where people start to feel depressed, alone, lonely. They think about loved ones and family members that aren't around anymore. Uh, This year we have COVID-19. You know, and uh, we're being told not to gather with family members, be limited on who we have at the dinner table. People are upset. People are angry. You know, there's a lot going on this year uh, that people have to deal with. And it's uh, it's certainly taking the holiday uh, wind out of a lot of people's sails. But uh, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving being thankful, being grateful. And if if you live in a country where you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's okay too, because this podcast can still very much apply. Because all of us, no matter who we are, no matter where in the world we live, we can feel sad, we can feel alone, we can feel abandoned, we can miss people that are no longer in our lives, maybe they've passed on, or maybe they've just walked out of our lives for whatever reason. So this is a a podcast that is universal and doesn't necessarily uh, have to center around the holiday. I'm just putting it in that context uh, for those of us who, you know, live in the United States and have the Thanksgiving holiday coming upon us very soon. But now, what about the final journey? What the, What's that all about? Well, that is an announcement I would like to make uh, really quick here in this show, is that after Thanksgiving this year, the Infinite Journey podcast is going to transition into the Mind's Eye podcast. Now, The Mind's Eye, some of you may know this, some may not. It's a blog that I've had since around 2009. And I don't write on it as much as I used to. I'm I'm starting to do that again. And uh, people still read The Mind's Eye. They go and they read the articles about relationships. They read the articles about being lonely, uh, about the holiday blues. I mean, there's... There's ones, uh, articles, blogs that I've posted there that people read time and time again. Uh, But The Mind's Eye is also uh, a blog that talks about spirituality. It talks about uh, social events, things that are happening in our world. It's always been a very uh, wide range of topic on The Mind's Eye, and I wanted to bring that into my podcasting. Uh, The Infinite Journey is um, a little bit of a specialized podcast. 
And uh, I want to expand uh, the subject matter that we talk about here a little bit, but also bring in some new things, Um, talking about some spiritual counseling, some spiritual counseling techniques. Uh, My uh, compadre, Stan Wanglin, that I used to um, do the People Under the Stairs podcast with, he's a, a psychologist, and uh, we're starting a little company called Creative Mind Management. And uh, we're putting together like little packages uh, for people with some meditations and recorded hypnosis MP3s and little uh, half-hour counseling sessions to help people with uh, things like the holiday blues and uh, self-esteem. I mean, you name it. So that's going to be incorporated a little bit. So it's it's going to be a little bit different, but fear not with the mind's eye. There's still going to be uh, plenty of spiritual uh, content because the mind's eye really was um, a very metaphysical blog. So that that's never going to go away with me. You know, I'm not changing up the format where you're never going to hear spiritual content uh, because you will, and quite a lot of it. But there will be other things as well. So. I, I just think it's timely to do that in lieu of changes in the world, uh, life changes, things that I'm doing, directions that I'm going in, and uh, I think people will really like it. You know, I'm hoping that uh, the podcast will uh, carry the torch that was started by the blog, and also I'll be talking about subjects that I write about on the blog on that podcast. So I think it's going to be a a really interesting little change and bring kind of a different flavor, a different mood, uh, different topics. And uh, the first two episodes have already been uh, recorded. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, uh, some people are going to like it, and some people, it's uh, it's probably going to make them a little mad. <laughs> I'm not going to give too much away, but uh, after Thanksgiving, uh, these shows will be released, and uh, I think we're going to be off to a really strong start with the mind's eye. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope those of you that uh, you know listen uh, will, will tune in because... Um, we're going to up the ante a little bit. It's it's going to be great fun. So with that being said, uh, this is actually uh, going to be the last show of the Infinite Journey. And uh, that's why I'm doing the Thanksgiving show now, uh, because I'm probably not going to be putting out any podcasts until the Monday after Thanksgiving, so the following week. Uh, you know, so I can get everything in order, change all the logos, the name, I mean, get everything set up. And uh, these podcasts will still be there. They'll still be there on, you know, the, the podcasting uh, platforms and YouTube or wherever you listen. You can, you know, go back in the queue and listen to the Infinite Journey shows. They'll, they'll always be there. So, uh, you know, th- this will be uh, the send-off, Thanksgiving, the final journey. Now we understand. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and, and I hope uh, you enjoy the content that will be coming. It's, it's, it's going to be uh, really a lot of fun. But uh, now anyway, to uh, the matter at hand, what about this uh, Thanksgiving thing? 
You know, there's there's a lot of people right now that, uh, as I said, they're they're feeling lonely, they're feeling mad, they're feeling scared, they're feeling like uh, government officials are trying to run their lives by telling them not to gather with family members and friends during the holiday. And see, we're we're kind of transitioning into that mind's eye mode right now because we're. Uh, we're going to dig a little bit into the uh, the psychology of this, uh, the truth of the matter, and uh, also uh, the spiritual side of Thanksgiving, which is the, I think, the most exciting and healthy side of any holiday season. I love the fall. I love uh, once we get into late August, September, October. I love Thanksgiving, I love Christmas, I love this time of year. And uh, it's not because of the commercialism, it's not because what I can get and running to the stores. You know, uh, my family, we've, we've always bought some gifts, some, sometimes just one or two things, sometimes, you know, more than others, depending. But uh, for me, it's, it's a very spiritual time of year. I feel very connected to God and the angels this time of year. And uh, I, th- I think for me, that's because my personal angelic experience that I had uh, back in 1979 uh, happened in the month of November. And so ever since then, uh, this time of year has just always had a very special feeling to me. And I'm, and I'm very blessed to have that. But, um, you know, you don't need to have an angelic visitation to have that feeling, to have that energy be a part of your life and a part of your holiday season, uh, you know, during Thanksgiving and Christmas. And uh, we're going to talk about that uh, as well in in just a few moments. But uh, let's talk about what's going on with COVID right now. And a lot of people are uh, really mad and really upset saying that, you know, the government's trying to take away their rights. They're trying to tell them how to live their lives. Well, it, it that's really not true. I mean, I know there's a lot of conspiracy theory out there and, you know, we all get upset. We all get caught up in it because there's all these people saying all these, uh, you know, crazy things. Uh, But the truth of the matter is that, yes, politicians, whether it be the president, whether it be governors, whether it be mayors, whoever it may be, uh, you know, just because they're in this office of, you know, what we call authority, uh, doesn't make them the, uh, the brightest bulb in the shed. You know, these people, they they say dumb things, they come up with really stupid ideas. Um, You sometimes wonder, you know, uh, if they're firing on on all cylinders, but it's human error, you know. And but unfortunately, sometimes when it comes to politics, uh, we don't we don't always have uh, the best people for the job doing the job. And I don't know how that works out or why we vote these people in. Um, maybe we should be more discerning and thoughtful and uh, really take the time to uh, 
interview the candidates in the future, you know, so we don't run into some of these problems. But, you know, some of these plans we're seeing with COVID, yeah, it's not the government trying to rule and run your life. It's government officials making bad and stupid decisions. Point blank. You know, uh, some decisions they make are not so bad. You know, despite all of the dumb decisions and all the dumb things that politicians have said and done, you know, throughout this whole COVID crisis from the president on down, uh, there's also been some sound advice and, you know, they, they try to tell people the best they can how to stay safe, how to keep their family safe and well. And, and that's really what it's all about. I mean, despite all of the dumb decisions and plans that might be, you know, thrown into the pot with everything else, the idea is that most government officials are trying to tell people, hey, this is temporary, you know, until we have more, you know, therapeutics, until we can get a handle on this virus, you know, just wear your mask, just social distance. Uh, you know, they say over and over, and I've heard them all say it, you know, uh, at least the politicians that I've listened to, they keep talking about getting life back to normal, telling everybody to hang in there. You know, they're, they're talking about, uh, you know, early spring, you know, 2021 that, you know, hopefully everything will be getting back to normal and we'll be able to gather in our homes with our family members you know, for Thanksgiving and Christmas 2021, you know, this will be a crisis that we all got through. So I'm not seeing, you know, realistically any politicians trying to rule people's lives or take their rights away. You know, I see them telling people to have, just try to have common sense. You know, don't have these super spreader events. Be, uh, be cautious of your family members and friends, especially if you have elderly parents or, or grandparents or, you know, family members that have pre-existing health conditions, you know, it's better to see them next year and have them at the dinner table than to have them this year. And then it's their last year, you know, because you don't know, uh, you know, who this virus, some people get through it very quickly and it's, you know, it's not that bad. Uh, other people end up passing away, and it's it's hard to tell uh, which one of us it will affect in a very adverse way. And that's all they're really telling people, you know. And yeah, they, like I said, they come up with kind of these dumb plans, and you know, it makes people even more mad. But but you have to understand, you know, they they're trying to crack down a little bit because nobody's doing the right thing everybody's just going out in public no mask you know having what they call the super spreader events and you know we're, we're getting thousands of cases a day we're getting over a thousand deaths a day and of course people are going to come along and say oh those numbers are wrong oh that's the media oh you know it, it's not you know if you're going to get into this conspiracy-minded thing, then nothing is real. And, and then 
I don't know what to tell you, and neither does anybody else. Everything's one great big, uh, you know, lie and illusion, except the conspiracy theories that, that people like that believe in. But, um, you know, that's that's a whole other uh, subject on its own, <laughs> you know, that uh, how this has affected people emotionally and, and even psychologically. Uh, it's It's highly abnormal the way people are acting right now and some of the things that that they believe it's almost like uh you know a mass delusion of a certain crowd of people where one person you know uh where they say you know you could have a strong personality who will point to the sky and say oh look at that uh look at that ufo but there's nothing there but the person will insist no look right there there's a ufo oh it's so big it has blue lights and at first, people will say, I don't see anything. Where, where? But the more the strong personality insists and persists, more people in the crowd will start to say, oh, yes, I do see it now. See, they will start to fool themselves. They will start to delude themselves to fall in line with that stronger personality. And see, that's a very dangerous place to be in. And I, and I think with a lot of these conspiracy theories, that's what we're doing. You know, a lot of people are just falling in line with uh, with a lot of these folks that just keep hammering and hammering. It's real, it's real, it's real, and this is fake, and this is fake. But what I'm saying is real, and it's so much like almost like a subtle brainwashing technique. So we have to be really careful with that. And I know, you know, some people will hear that and become angry and frustrated but but folks that's just the truth of the matter with with what's happening right now and you know if if we're going to go rushing out in anger and do what we want anyway and to hell with everybody else and you know risk getting our family members sick and family members that won't be there uh next year and you know you talk about being emotionally um detached or you know psychologically detached from reality you know there's people out there that have gone out and had large gatherings and family members and friends have gotten sick and died and uh, these people previously said well you know corona is a hoax but then a family member maybe too uh, because of these uh, as they call super spreader events, uh, ends up dying. And you, you'll see interviews with these people and they'll say, well, no, I believe it's real now, but it doesn't change anything. I'm still going to do what I want to do. No one's taking away my right to, to gather with, you know, family and friends, you know, loved ones died and it, and it had absolutely no impact. And the people are still saying, well, it doesn't change anything. I'm Still going to do what I, I want to do. I'm, I'm still not going to wear a mask. I'm still not going to social distance. I'll, you know, I'm going to go about my life as normal, and I don't care. And uh, that's I'm not making that up. Uh, there's, <laughs> you know, you you can find interviews with people like that on the internet, and it's it's really, uh, it's really kind of concerning to see in a lot of ways and to do that sort of thing that that's not the spirit of what thanksgiving and the holiday season should be about 
you know, when we, we think of the Christmas season, you know, the, in the Christian faith, it's, you know, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, the, you know, the celebrating the coming of Christ into this world, even though, you know, it's not uh, the actual time, but it's a time that, you know, people celebrate it. And, you know, it's it's not in the spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving and higher spirit uh, to be selfish and to be angry and, well, I know it's out there and, oh, well, you know, maybe my grandparents or maybe my parents will get COVID this year and die, uh, but that's not going to stop me. That's that's not the spirit of the thing at all. You know, and it's 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 really sad that we have to talk so much about this topic over and over again. And like a lot of folks I know in podcasting who are really smart folks and psychologists, and they say, you know, why do we bother? Why am I bothering to talk about this? Because nobody listens, nobody cares. And they don't. Not many, anyway. I mean, is that what we want our Thanksgiving to be about? Why can't we step back for a moment and say, you know what? It's really a bummer this year, and our politicians are falling all over themselves, you know, saying these ridiculous things. But you know what? I'm just going to mentally and spiritually divorce myself from all of that. I'm going to do the right and moral thing for me and my family and in the eyes of God. And if there's people I can't gather with this year, you know, that might be uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, a, a bummer for the holiday. But you know what? We can be grateful that those people are still alive and grateful that those people are still with us. Grateful that we'll see them again when this is all over. And this will be over with. It's, it's, it's not something that's going to last forever. You know, the world has seen pandemics before. Is it scary? Is it nerve-wracking? Is it... Uh, you know, putting a damper on everybody's lives and everybody's plans? Uh, sure it is. But it's not some, something that's going to last forever, just like we got beyond the Black Death, just like we got beyond the Spanish flu. We'll get beyond COVID-19, and life will continue. And wouldn't it be much better to sit down at that Thanksgiving table with our mothers and our fathers and our brothers and our sisters and our friends and our grandparents and see everyone's face again in person. Not having to light a candle at their place at the table because they're no longer with us. Let's be grateful that those folks are still there. Let's be grateful that we're still here. Let's be grateful that we didn't get COVID. Let's be grateful that maybe we're somebody that got COVID, but it wasn't that bad and we got over it. Let's be thankful. When we sit down to eat our Thanksgiving meal this year, let's be thankful that we're here. We survived. We're surviving. And isn't it a lot better to be able to pick up the phone or 
turn on Skype or turn on Zoom and talk to your loved ones and hear their voice and have a conversation, isn't that much better than not ever being able to speak to them again in this life, in this world? You know, I think we really need to sit down this year and start separating our thought process. What are, what are the what what are the politicians saying? What are the doctors and the scientists saying? What are the conspiracy people saying? And then most importantly of all, what is God saying? What is actually the right thing for me to do right now? And really start asking ourselves those questions. Is it ever good to be selfish? Is it ever good to do something out of defiance and anger and selfishness and be like those other people? Well, you know, I've been having barbecues and Halloween parties and pool parties. And, gee, several of my family members are dead because of COVID, but that's not going to change anything. I'm going to keep on doing it. Do we really love and care about the people that we're gathering with if their lives are that cheap and that unimportant? Or are those people just decorations in our lives? I'm going to gather with those people if I want to. And it doesn't really matter if someone gets sick. It doesn't really matter if someone dies as long as I'm having a good time and my life doesn't change. Let's check our motives, folks. And let's check them through the lens, especially through the lens of faith and morality and doing good to others. You know, I think we can all agree that anything done in arrogance or anger or selfishness, you know, or anything of that nature is is not something that's going to get the gold star of God put on it. So really think about that. If you're going to go out and gather with your elderly, uh, you know, parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, family members this Thanksgiving, you might want to ask yourself exactly why you're doing it. Is it just so you can have a good time? But then you might want to ask yourself, what if something does happen? What if somebody does happen to get sick? What if one or more of those people pass away before next year? Is it worth my good time this year? So I think we really all need to sit down wherever we are in the world right now, you know, and, and, and start sorting out what everybody's saying, the media, the government, the conspiracy theorists, all these people, and then sit down and say, well, what would God, what does God say about this? What does God say about the actions and the attitude of a lot of people right now? Is it right? Or do I need to maybe part company and part ways with some of these people because they're taking a road in life that uh, it's devoid of life, it's devoid of God, it's devoid of faith, it's devoid of morality, 
It's devoid of rationality. So this, this is very important. We have to think about what the spirit of this holiday or the spirit of Thanksgiving is really all about. Be grateful for what we have. Be grateful that we're here. Be grateful that we have enough money to put food on the table. A lot of people don't this year. Even if we're all by ourselves and we have the turkey and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce and a pumpkin pie, say, geez, you know, I'm awfully lucky to have this this year. Because a lot of people are out of work. A lot of people can't afford to have Thanksgiving dinner. And thank God for those people that are setting up food pantries and, you know, food kitchens and making dinners, you know, giving back to the community. Be thankful for those people. God bless those people for taking care of others. Maybe be a part of something like that. You know, maybe find out where you could drop off some canned goods or, you know, some pumpkin pie mix or something that someone could give to somebody else or make a dinner for somebody else in the community. You know, do, do something good for your neighbors and for your community and be grateful that you can. And hopefully the people that you help will be grateful that you did so, even if they don't know who you are personally. See, these are all ways, this is getting back to the spirit of what all of this means. It's not about me and my good time and what I want and I don't care what anybody else does or what anybody else says. It's all about me. It's not. It's about us. And that's where we need to start putting our focus. And a simple meditation that I share with people every year on the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, sit down, close your eyes, say a prayer. Ask the presence of God to draw near to you. You know, ask the angels to come near to you. Just sit for five or ten minutes. You can put on some Nice, you know, relaxing, instrumental music, you know, and just meditate and think, you know, meditate for a while on the, on the love of God, on the love of the angels around you, on the, the wonder of the infinite that is everywhere. Just take a few moments to, to meditate that presence in your life. And the more you do this, the more real it becomes to you and the more you feel it. And when you have that in your life, it changes the whole dynamic of the season. And even if we have loved ones that aren't here on the earth anymore, we still feel their presence through that greater presence. We know that there's something. We know that there's a love. We know that there's a world beyond this, and they're there. We can feel them. We feel them in the presence of God. We feel our departed loved ones, you know, in the presence of the angels. We feel all that love around around us. 
And what a life-changing experience that can be in so many different ways. And it really makes you thankful. It really makes you grateful. And it really makes you realize that you're never really alone. Because we can feel that presence and we can talk to God. We can talk to the angels just like we would a best friend. We don't need all this thee and thou and, you know, all these prayers. No, the most effective prayers I've ever said and that other people have said and and I've learned from other people's experience as well, it's just people that sat down, you know, or, or went into the woods, turned on the Christmas lights and just sat in the easy chair and said, hey, God, you know what I'm thinking about today? Here's what's on my mind, and here's how I'm feeling, and here's what I'd like. And if you, you could help me accomplish this, if you could help me feel better, you know, if you could, uh, you know, just bless me in my life, you know, to get from point A to point B, you know, I'd really appreciate it. And you'd be amazed what little doors start opening when you have those simple prayers. And you don't need to ask for anything. You can just sit down and say, hey, God, I'm having a lousy day. Hey, God, I'm having a lonely holiday. I'm thinking about my mother. I'm thinking about my father. I'm thinking about how holidays used to be, and none of those people are around anymore. Let God be your psychologist. Just talk. But then the trick is also take a few moments now and then to pause and just listen. What are you hearing in your mind? What are you feeling in your spirit? That's God answering you back. And this can become, as I said, blessings can start to sprout out of this in in just amazing ways. And that makes us feel even more grateful. Because we got to glimpse a little of the love and the presence of God in our mortal lives. So folks, let's get Thanksgiving back on track this year. Let's not let it be run with, you know, anger and selfishness and COVID-19 and conspiracy theories. Let's just take a break from that this year and be better than that and get back to the spirit of what this day, what this season is supposed to be all about, because we've really lost that. And just because the world at large has lost that doesn't mean we as individuals have to lose that. We can bring it back into our lives. We can give this holiday season a meaning that is beyond what this world understands. And then, you know, hopefully little by little we can pass that meaning on to others. One candle lights another, and so on it goes. So listen, folks, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Infinite Journey. I hope you got something out of it. I hope uh, it makes your holiday uh, a little brighter, a little more happier 
and makes you feel a little more grateful for what you do have. I know for me, just doing this show, when I'm done, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to uh, get with my wife and go online and see where maybe we can drop off some supplies uh, for, you know, a food kitchen or a food bank to help other people. Um, that's something I want to do this year, and that's that's something I'm going to do. And uh, I'm going to be grateful that I can. I'm going to be very grateful th that I can. So, folks, happy Thanksgiving. I hope, uh, as I said, this brings a little light into your holiday season. I will see you after the Thanksgiving holiday, and uh, I will be back with the brand new, improved, very awesome, very fun Mind's Eye podcast. So join me for that, and I'll see you then. God bless everybody, and have a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving.